You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Right now, though, it is 24 minutes to seven, and innovation is a key driver of global economic growth and seems to be moving faster than ever. Sam Dickey from Fisher Funds is with us. Hi, Sam. Good evening, Jack. How are you? Yeah, very good, thanks. Why is innovation so important? Can you can you give us, I don't know, give us some historical context? The Yeah, I mean, look, if you look at, the, I guess, the size of the global economy and you <clears throat> put it on a GDP per person basis um, and you go back, say, 2,000 years, what is kind of super interesting is for the first 1,500 years, the global economy barely grew. It just didn't budge at all. And then we see this explosion in GDP per person after the year 1800. And that was innovation. So the Industrial Revolution, steam power, combustion engine, electricity, computers, the internet, and huge gains in medicine. So for the last 225 years or so, innovation was the primary driver of economic growth. And economic growth drives corporate profits. And corporate profits are the primary driver of stock prices in the medium long term. So it definitely makes sense to pay attention. Yeah. So what's happening with the pace of innovation now? Well, it feels like it's 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 ramping up. Um, it took, you know, it took decades for the telephone to be adopted, but today it takes hours for new technology like, say, generative AI to be adopted. And and then you can look at other things like the the number of patents being filed each year, and the number of successful patents, um, the number of sort of peer review patents continues to grow rapidly, and and then the pace to bring kind of potentially game changing drugs like these obesity drugs we've talked about with Heather before, like Wegovy, Monjaro, and Azempic. Yeah. That's getting shorter and shorter. <clears throat> and then, I guess, you know, genetic engineering, space travel, autonomous vehicles, Internet of Things, quantum computing, Metaverse, Web3, not all going to succeed, but it feels like it's coming thick and fast. Yeah. How, how do you know, then, if a company is focused enough, is sufficiently focused on innovation? Uh, think about R&D, I guess, or research and development as, as kind of innovation spin. So... Let's look at the U.S. economy as a benchmark. Mm. I guess we should always think that companies should do better than that, but they, it spends about 3.5% of GDP on, on R&D. Um, but most growth-oriented companies um, will spend much more like 10%, and then or 10% of revenues on, on R&D or innovation. And then, and then more, more again, companies like Zero spends kind of 35% of revenue on R&D. And what was super interesting there was during covid you know, demand fell off a cliff for everyone yeah. and everyone cut costs around the world and zero did, did the same, but it didn't touch its R&D spend. So it shows how important that R&D spend is. Yeah. So, so what are some of the ways then we can invest behind or alongside innovation? Uh, th- probably three ways. So you can pick the winners, but it's important to know you, you probably shouldn't be at the bleeding edge there. Or certainly, uh, I probably haven't got the stomach for it because you can lose a lot of money amidst the early hype. So think back to the dot-com bubble Yahoo, AOL, Pets.com were all lauded as winners of the internet. Valuation shot up, and they were basically extinct uh, 10 years later. But the real winners, like Google, for example, didn't emerge till 2007. And even then, when it was clear it had won the search wars, the stock price is still up sevenfold since. So you can can back winners, but not at the bleeding edge. And the second way is buying the picks and shovels. Right. Yeah, so remember that saying in the gold rush days, the the fa- the uh, the safest way to get rich wasn't by mining for gold, but by selling the picks and shovels to yeah. the miners. So you didn't care who who struck gold; you won either way. And today, in today's world, that's <clears throat> you know those that's kind of providing the essential tools to the innovators. So like the the hyperscale data center providers, for example, like Azure, owned by Microsoft, 
provide the platform and the in- infrastructure to scale generative AI applications. Right. Um, and yeah. the final thing is just to make sure you don't get disrupted, um, Jack. So the horse and cart was replaced by the car, Blockbuster Video was replaced by Netflix, and the early losers from these obesity drugs, these potentially game-changing obesity drugs, are companies involved in the delivery of insulin and kidney dialysis. So you've got to watch those ones. So what does this mean for investors? Uh, I think it's, it, this pace can be a bit mind-boggling, yeah. um, but you've got to think really, really broadly. So I always think a, a blueprint of thinking broadly is helpful. So the, the car, for example, um, in its most narrow sense, took the horse and cart off the street. We get back, but what, what else did it do? It allowed us to live further from cities, so it drove the development of highways and malls and suburbs. Yeah. Um, so... If you're bold enough, you can get in at the bleeding edge and try and pick the winners, but there are much safer ways to play innovation. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much for your time, Sam. Appreciate it as ever. That is Sam Dickey from Fisher Funds. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.